Hello and welcome to Acro Tales, a podcast that explores the fascinating world of acromegaly. Acromegaly is a rare condition caused by a benign tumour in the pituitary gland, causing an excessive release of growth hormones. My name's Dan Jeffries, and I was diagnosed with acromegaly in 2007. And in each episode of Acro Tales, I'll be talking to fellow acromegalics from around the world about their journey with this unique condition. It's episode 12, and I am really pleased to welcome Natalia from Colombia. Natalia is 43 and was diagnosed with acromegaly only last year, so 2019. Natalia, thank you very much. Welcome to Acro Tales. Hi, Dan. Hi, everybody. Thanks for inviting me to your Acro Tales. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Now, we know there might be a little bit of um, a language barrier sometimes, but that's absolutely fine. All we want you to do, Natalia, is just tell us your story. And you obviously found out you had acromegaly last year. How how was life before that? How did you find out that you had acromegaly? Okay, thanks, Dan. Well, I I learned that I have acromegaly last year. Uh, And before that, I was like about one year looking for uh, answers for all my change. Um, first, I have a change of my face for about four years. Uh, all my face changed. Um, first, my eyes was very, I don't know how to say in English, sweat. Uh, Blurry? Uh, could you uh, could you see properly, or had your vision changed? Could you not see properly? Yes, in, in my eyes, the change was in my eyes okay. and my nose, and my period is gone for about uh, two years. Wow. I don't have the period. The period, so I was very worried. And uh, here in Colombia, the doctors, um, they don't don't have much information about acromegaly. So I was in the doctor um, in a, I don't know, like three times, telling about my symptoms, and they told me that maybe was the um, how do you say it? Meno, menopause? Yes, menopause. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I am I am still young to have the menopause. Yes. So the doctor told me that uh, it's better to go to the endo endocrinology. Mm-hmm. So I made an appointment with an uh, endocrinology and when I was in the, in the uh, appointment, he told me that if I have to, uh, to have uh, an exam of my head. Because MRI? He, MRI. Yeah, the, yeah yes. yes. 
because he uh, he was studying uh, acromegaly. And so, right. yeah, it was uh, like uh, things of God because he, uh, in the first an appointment, he, he told me, I think that you have a rare disease that is acromegaly. Okay. I was very scared. It was mm -hmm. in the end of July last year, and that's how that's how the the, the that's how you found out. Yes, of yes, yes, and then in August I have the uh, how do you say MA the exam MRI the, yeah yeah, yeah. and the tumor was there. Yes. Okay. Was, was, it a, was it a big one or a small one? Do you know? It was uh, big. It was two, uh, two millimeters. So okay. was, uh, macro adenoma. Macro. Okay. Macro. Yeah. Yeah. It was macro. Uh, when I have all the exams, uh, I will, an exam of the blood, the, the, the blood test. of, yes, the test of the, Hormones uh, mm -hmm. of the um, how the just I don't know uh, the growth growth hormones. Yes, yes. the The levels of the hor of the hormones was very high. Mm. One thousand. Okay. Yeah. That's. Okay. So uh, the doctor told me that I was to to schedule an appointment with the uh, neuro, neuro, neuro uh, neurologist, neurosurgeon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the only way to, 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 to go was uh, with the surgery. Okay, wow. So you found out uh, that you had acromegaly. How did you feel about having it? Uh, well, I feel very sad and worried because I have two kids and, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, I have um, a tumor in my head. I'm going to die. Was very, I was in shock. Yeah. And then I was looking for information on the internet. And well, I, 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 I found Horrible pictures like Shrek. Do you know yes. the movie? Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. And in Colombia, we don't have uh, information. So I was looking in Facebook and I found a group, uh, a group that is, the leader is Jill Siskel. Do you yeah, know Jill? Community, yeah. yeah. And I brought an email to her. And uh, she, she told me, "Don't worry, it's fine. Let me let me see your pages. You are of, you have the the acromegaly, but don't worry about that. It's okay. It's it's a benign, benign tumor. It's not benign. Benign. But I was very sad, upset with uh, a lot of emotion, and in the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, that's what I felt. 
And had you had noticed that you looked different over the years? Did you feel that you had noticed a change in how you looked? Yes, well, uh, I was thinking that my change was uh, because I'm getting older. Yeah. And yeah. the doctor told me that uh, look for some pictures in the last mm -hmm. uh, eight years. And I make the exercise and wow, today I, I, yes, I changed a lot, a lot. My my food uh, grow two sizes. I was uh, I don't know when here in Colombia the size is different, but uh, okay. I my food grow. My hands were very uh, big too. Mm -hmm. Everything. So yeah. Yeah, it, it's very strange, isn't it, when it happens? And it happens so slowly that uh, you don't notice it until it's bad, isn't it, in some ways, or until someone points it out to you. So it's very hard to see it happening whilst it's happening, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, well, maybe my mom, my mom told me last year if I made something in my... Uh, in my face, maybe like Botox, because she she looked at my mouth and she told me that my lips are uh, bigger. So I was very upset with that comment in the beginning. And I told her like, no, I don't, I didn't do anything. I was mad. And I told to my husband if, if he looks for change before I have the, the appointments with the doctors. And he told me, well, maybe your mouth, yes, it's bigger, but I don't, I don't know. I think it's normal. So you are right. The, the change are difficult to, to appreciate. Yes. Interesting. And so, and so you had the, diagnosis when have you had surgery yet have you had yes the, the diagnosis the diagnostic was in august 8 and i had the surgery in 20 september 28 okay 20 so 28th september so a few months ago yes and and how was that was it did you how did you feel when you woke up well uh the surgery was through the nose so mm -hmm. i had to 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 have an, another an appointment with the doctor of the nose i don't know how to say in english yeah uh, and the the surgery took five hours wow. uh, when i wake up i can't breathe uh, right. It was very difficult. I was in the UC. Uh, intensive care? Intensive care, like uh, three days because I I had insipidus diabetes. Oh, the diabetes insipidus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. 
I have um, that 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 things, and then I I was in the in the hospital for about six days, uh, and then at home uh, on rest for five weeks. I can't uh, do exercise. Well. Well, all the things that the doctor uh, told me. in the beginning, I I feel very, very tired with a headache, and I felt like noises in my head. Wow. Um, but no, was okay. Um, but it started I, to get better. Excuse me. Did you start to feel better after you've been yeah, home? I feel better like on October and then of October and I returned to my work on November. Wow, that's very good. Yes, yes, yes. It was very, very good for me to return yes. to, my, to my life. And did they tell you if they managed to take out all of the tumour? Was there any left? Uh, and did you have to have any medication? No, I don't have any medication. I, After the surgery, I have a new blood test and a REM, well, the exam of the head, and my arm, the arm of the hish, the neighbor, are, are, are now in town. Wow. Um, and the last exam was in June, and I don't have uh, the uh, parts of the tumor, so they, they take out all the tumor. So it's wow. a good Yes. You're very, very lucky. A lot of people yeah, with macro adenomas, uh, particularly, there are some left over and they have to have medication or injections or radiation. So you're very lucky. You obviously had very good surgeons uh, who knew what they were doing. Yes, because he's the best doctor that uh, we have in Colombia. Uh, about that tumor, you know that the doctor, uh, they they must have experience in that uh, tumor. Yeah, yeah, experience is really important. Mm -hmm. So you you feel confident that they're going to do the best job. Yes, yes, I, I'm very looking right now. I'm very happy uh because i feel better while well, i have some uh, some things that i i feel right now for example from march to to the date i lost a lot of hair right uh, my my skin is very dry um I don't know the i i the doctor the endocrinologist tell me that maybe that the hormone is down so it produces um, collateral effects yes uh, so I am in with the doctors with another doctors with the gynecologist okay. 
because my period is is, is gone. I don't have the period uh, right wow. now. So they are uh, looking for um, made a lot of exams, uh, looking for the reason because I don't have you know, the tumor. It, well, we are looking for that. Okay, so um, it's uh, been a year or so since you were diagnosed. H- how important was family in all of this to help you get through it? Well, for for them, was very hard uh, to accept that I have a rare disease, and because uh, they they were thinking that I have cancer or something maling. Yes. But uh, when they um, know about the, the acromegaly, because I here in Colombia, I met with some people that have the, the same um, uh, disease. Mm-hmm. So they are learning about everything and uh, they are they are the best support for mm-hmm. my health. Uh, so um, I think that they were my best uh, medication, the family. Oh, that's excellent. Yes. Okay. And what, and what would you say to somebody, if you met somebody now who had just been diagnosed with acromegaly, what would you say to them? Well, that don't worry because it's a benign tumor and... Uh, today, I I know that uh, there are many doctors and patients that are working for uh, for the for us for uh, the support. Uh, we have a community focus group uh, and the medicines and everything are uh, better. Uh, all day so I think today we have uh, uh, more access to more information yes I agree I agree Mm -hmm. and um, and also people like yourself coming on and telling their story and uh, I just want to say thank you very much because I think it's been a uh, I'm not going to say it's been a uh, incredible story but it's been a very useful story to show that you can still have a large tumor and still come out uh, having all of it removed. And you you have shown that you can be quite scared to start off with, but a year later you're saying to, to others, don't be don't be scared, it's okay. <laughs> so you know it's yeah, a very much a, it's a very big journey for you as well, isn't it, I think? Well uh, my experience when I when I was in the process for the surgery, I didn't tell my uh, my only to my family. My friends didn't know, and I was shy, you know, like to to okay. tell that about this uh, rare disease. Hmm. So I I made that decision on December 
to to uh, to have an interview on TV. Oh, show. very good. And I was on TV uh, telling all the people my story. And on Facebook, I share the link of the interview and everything about the, the acromegaly. But I, I made that decision to help another people, not, not to other things, so only to help. So all the people was, wow, I didn't know about the, the, the acromegaly. I didn't know you were sick. Uh, was a good experience for me and uh, to my family and friends. They call me while they write to me. And uh, today I support a foundation that we have in Bogota and I uh, help, help the people. They don't, in Colombia, the insurance is very expensive to have the yeah. The surgery, so I have the people, uh, poor people, people that they don't have uh, money to to access the surgery. Well, well, we are um, helping, helping the foundation. Wow, that's, and that's amazing. What's the foundation called? Um, uh, the foundation are chronically uh, patients. Uh, uh, what I, I can share to you the, the, the link yeah. of the show me the link and I'll put it on the website when we when I put your okay, podcast the website yes yes brilliant um, the, the patient here are very shy they, they don't like to share their story because are people with uh, a big change on hair mm their face so they feel very uh, ugly mm-hmm. uh, they have big tumor and it's, it's very it's not easy for for them to, no, to chair well natalia i think it's absolutely brilliant that you know a year ago you were diagnosed and a year later you're helping people out who now have it, and especially if you're in a charity or foundation that's helping them financially to get the surgery and the insurance, that's amazing work. So um, uh, thank you very much for sharing your story. It's been an absolute honor talking to you, and uh, and you your English has been brilliant. I've understood all of it, so you've done really, really well. Thank you very much. Uh, the, thanks, you, Dan, to, to the... To, for your time um, for the interview. My pleasure. If you found Natalia's story interesting and want to hear other Acro Tales, head over to acrotales.com where you can find the ever-expanding library of interviews. And of course, you can also subscribe to the podcast so you receive the latest updates via iTunes and Spotify and your favourite RSS feeder. So once again, a big thank you to Natalia and we'll see you next time for another Acro Tales.